All right, what's up, everyone? This is a new episode of Sports Harder. This uh, Wednesday evening, I am your host, as always, Maddie Lukewarm Ice, and my co-host, as always, is Chris the Gorilla Binder. What's up? How goes it, Chris? Goes good. Just good. Good. Trying to get my camera to sit right. Good. 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 Yeah. Just busy, busy, man, all the time. <laughs> it's living the dream, man. So that's uh, oh, it can be good and it can be bad depending on what type of busy it is. So yeah, but we got a lot to cover, a lot to go over because we've had a couple weeks uh, hiatus. Uh, but uh, now we're back and better, ready than better. Back no, back better, back better. I don't know. I can't remember. I used to. I used to have a saying. I used to say back and back better than ever or something like that i can't even remember now but anyways we have returned we are here for your viewing pleasure or non-viewing pleasure depending how you view us Pray, <laughs> um, praise us yeah <laughs> worship us <laughs> um, so uh let's uh let's uh hop into uh nba of course because it is the playoffs. end of playoffs playoffs Talking about playoffs, right? <laughs> um, so as of right now, there's a game going on between the Nuggets and the Warriors. Uh, halftime score is dead even at 48 apiece. Uh, so if uh, the Warriors win this game, then it's for the Nuggets. They'll they'll be eliminated. Uh, the game we had earlier was between uh, the Bulls and the Bucks. Um, the Bucks won one sixteen to one hundred. So the the Bucks uh, win the series four to one. Uh, so they're going to move on to play the Celtics next, who uh, steamrolled the Nets into like tomorrow. Like <laughs> they just like freaking annihilated them. It wasn't even like a close series. Like I felt like the Nets gave up after like game two, basically. Um, you know, and uh, everyone was bashing uh, Ben Simmons because it was rumored that he was going to finally play, but then he officially ruled himself out for uh, Monday's Monday's matchup that they lost. So traded traded Harden and uh, everything, and got Ben Simmons hoping to help them in the playoffs, and he didn't play a single game in the regular season or in the postseason. So do you think that this is going to be, like, the down point for the Nets? Like, you know, because the Nets and the Lakers were both favored to win the finals when the season started. The Lakers didn't even make the playoffs. Nets get eliminated in the first round. So, like, where where do the Nets go from here? Is it going to be, like, better next season because they'll have Ben Simmons? Or, like, it's not even going to really matter? It's not going to matter. I don't think the Nets will be that good next year either. Kyrie's lost a step. Durant has lost a step. They're just Durant got like double teamed or triple teamed like the whole series. So basically, they said like make everyone else win the game because we're going to take Durant out. 
So they did, and basically no one else could step up. Like you said, Kyrie didn't step up, so he, he didn't do anything. Ben Simmons was on the bench. So, I mean, who else was going to beat him? Ben Simmons isn't that good. I'm sorry. He's a 6'10 point guard. Like, he's a good defender. The dude can't score for shit. He can rebound because he's 6'10". Yeah. But even with him on the floor, it wouldn't have mattered. It's it, Putting him on the floor is going to take out one of your three-point shooters. Like, it's – I don't know. Yeah, I think it was a dumb it. trade, but – yeah. So, I mean, basically, you know, KD wanted to prove that he could go to another team and win, and so far unsuccessful after leaving the Warriors that basically was the super team. But I can understand that, like, if he wasn't happy with the Warriors, obviously, you don't want to be somewhere where you're not happy. But I almost felt like he just wanted to do it to prove that he could win elsewhere, kind of pull like a Tom Brady, you know, be like – oh, hey, yeah, I hope the Patriots win all these Super Bowls, but I'm going to prove that I can do it somewhere else. And then he went to the Bucs and he actually did it. But, like, KD's not <laughs> not as successful. And so I just wonder where the Nets kind of go from here to be able to build anything, like who they're going to bring in to make the team any better. And it's the same with, like, the Lakers. Like, LeBron's getting down to, you know, his last however many years he still wants to play. I feel like he kind of needs to call it quit sooner than later and Westbrook obviously didn't provide any sort of help on the Lakers so I mean where, where do the Lakers go from here like in the offseason like who in the world do they bring in <laughs> Durant, <laughs> Durant <yeah. laughs> like I feel like they're gonna have to uh you know they're gonna have to uh revamp like you know they're the, the, the team didn't mix and the Lakers have had this problem in the past where, you know, when they thought they, everyone thought they had that super team when it was like, um, it was like Steve Nash and like uh, uh, Dwight Howard. And I can't remember who else they had. They had all these like superstars on the Lakers. And so everyone thought they were going to do so, so good, so well. And then they absolutely bombed. Like they, they did. Mm-hmm. Terrible. So what, what about the, what about the year that they had Kobe Shaq, Carl Malone and Gary Payton and didn't even make it to the finals. Yeah, that's like that's like it's like notorious like Laker move. Like to have all the all the, the hot stars on their team and not not be able to do anything with it. But let's let's talk about real quick then the uh the Bucks and the Celtics series. The Celtics kind of surprised me, I'm not gonna lie. I thought the Nets series would be a lot closer than a sweep. Like, you know, I didn't think it would be a sweep. Like, you know, get out and trip rooms, like, you know. <laughs> so, Bucks, Bucks, and Celtics, like, I, how real of a series will this be now? Because Bucks, obviously, I mean, they basically swept the Bulls. I mean, you know, they did 4-1. Like, that's still a sweep, in my opinion. <laughs> and so, and then the Celtics on, on their high. Who 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 has more of the momentum, the Bucks or the Celtics, like, going into that matchup? Ah, it's tough, man. Because the Bucks are the reigning champions. But the Celtics, do they look unstoppable? They've looked unstoppable since All-Star break. Like, they've just ran teams over. Yeah, and And Tatum has really stepped up as a superstar on their team now. 
Yeah, well, the only time that they haven't won games is when Tatum or Brown are sitting down. Like, when those two are sitting, they're like, eh, okay, we'll lose a game here or there. <laughs> but when you have both of them on the floor, dude, they're, they're dominating offensively. They're dominating defensively. They're shutting people down. And I think they're going to pull the same thing with Giannis that they pulled with Durant. Because Chris Middleton can't beat him alone. They're going to shut Giannis down. They're going to find a way to shut Giannis down. And I, I, I don't see a sweep, but I see like a 4-2. Celtics taking it. Celtics taking it in a 4-2. Hmm. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Celtics go all the way to the finals this year. They're that good coming out of the East. Hmm. That that would be an, an interesting uh, team coming out of the East for sure. Um, I, I think that if the Celtics play the same mindset that they had against Durant, like you said, and they shut down Giannis, then it's over. Like, you just got to shut down Giannis, and the Bucks aren't as dominant or aren't as good. Um, you know, Giannis has been scoring like 30 points a game, 30-plus points a game. So you shut that down, like, you know, you got to make other people step up. So um, I I like how that, that series could turn out. To be honest, I think it could go all the way, the whole way. It will be game seven to determine, and it will be uh, – Four three, the uh, Celtics. I feel like, I feel like they have more of the momentum. Like they have more of the drive. Uh, I'm not saying that the Bucks don't want to repeat, obviously, but if you haven't won it yet, you're or haven't won it recently, you kind of just have a little bit more of a drive than than other people. You know, yep. it's kind of the same with like Super Bowls. You know, for uh, for teams, like if you. Uh, it, it's hard to win back to back in Super Bowls. I mean, the last team to do it was like the Patriots. So well, um, the, the Bengals even going like nobody expected them to even make it past the second round after the way they barely snuck by the Raiders. Yeah, like nobody expected them to go that far. Like they had to go through the Chiefs. Like they had to go through the Titans, all away from home. I was going to say all on the road, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you're going through the number one and number two teams in the AFC. Like, after you barely beat the Raiders, nobody expected them to do anything against the Titans or the Chiefs, and they beat them both. So, yeah, yeah, it shows that 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 mentality and that drive to to get there because you haven't been there, it's – it. the Bengals showed that drive, you know. And I think the Celtics are going to show it. Like, Celtics are one of the most winning teams in the NBA in all time. <laughs> yeah. But they haven't been in a long time since the Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, Kevin Durant, or Kevin Garnett. Like, it's been a while. All those yeah. guys are retired in Hall of Fame now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I definitely agree with you on that. Um the, the other matchup that'll be uh, starting tomorrow, uh, tomorrow night will be uh, one of them is the, the Mavericks and the Jazz, uh, which has been an interesting series. The, the, the Jazz were looking like they were going to get like blown out and just get, you know, get stomped on when because they lost the, what was it, the first two games and like Luca wasn't even playing. They won the first game. They won the first game. Okay. Yeah. And then the second they won game the first lost. game. 
second game they lost because like they made 49 three-pointers or they shot 49 three-pointers i'm like hi and 17 of those were wide open like unguarded three-pointers like where is the the jazz are known for having a strong defense where the hell has their defense been well i mean they've been blowing like 20 point leads though so it's just like you know they, they get too confident and get too uh, carried away with it. But I, I said when they lost the second game, I said, you know, if you can't beat the Mavericks without Luka, you're definitely not going to beat him when he's playing. Like, and right. sure enough, um, the the Jazz barely won the, I think it was game, game three. Four. Game four. Was it four? Was it game four? The yeah, one where uh, they they he locked, uh Mitchell lobbed it up to Gobert. Yeah, that was game four. That was game four. Yeah, so they they barely won that in the last second, and then this past game that they had, Luca and the, everyone just destroyed them, <laughs> just just annihilated yeah. them. One hundred two to seventy seven, a twenty five point victory. Yeah. Like, so where's the where's the defense? But they come back to Utah tomorrow night. Tomorrow, yep. My wife and daughter will be at the game. So oh, I, that'll, I got, that'll be fun. Yeah, I got offered to go, but I had bowling. And we're in the finals for our league. It's the last night of league. And if we win it, it's it's good. But You should uh, throw my name out there. I would have gone. <laughs> not letting you go uh, with my wife. <laughs> She, she'd have more fun with me anyways. Let's be honest. Come on now. Nah. <laughs> I'm a treat, damn it. So am I. And and I have a lot of redheads in my family. <laughs> no, not enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, the Nuggets take the lead. 55 to 50. Yeah, so that that series will be interesting to see if uh, Steph and them can close it out and, and get the this last game to to move on. Um, I have a feeling the the Mavericks and the Jazz might go all seven games, um, yep. especially if, if the Jazz this next home game. So uh, I, I think the Mavericks were kind of at a disadvantage not having Luca at the beginning, but. Um, the uh, the other matchup tomorrow will be the 76ers and the Raptors. The the 76ers looked like unstoppable. Like they they freaking steamroll the Raptors the first like three games and um Joel Embiid is like, you know, uh I should be MVP and blah blah blah. He's saying like, you know, if people don't vote for me to be MVP, then it's just cuz they don't like me. And he was doing some serious trash talking. Like, I don't know if you saw in the one game on the, on the sideline, he was melting off to the Raptors coach and the Raptors coach was like looking at him and was like, yeah, keep talking, like keep talking. And then now they've lost two straight to him. <laughs> like it's like the coach took that personally. He was just like, I'm not going to let him trash talk me on the court. Like, you know, and, then Joel Enby is like complaining, like, oh, like 25 out of the 35 like foul shots were for the Raptors. He's like, he's like, the 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 refing has been like terrible. It's been so bad. It's like, dude, you won the first three games. Why are you saying that the why are you saying that the refing is terrible now? Like, 
You won the first three. That guy, that guy is nothing but excuses and trash talk. Like, if he shut his mouth and played basketball, he'd be probably one of the best basketball players in the league. Like, hands down. He'd be up there with, like, Jokic and uh, Giannis, you know. Giannis, big man, yeah. A big man that can just shoot, can tear it up. You know, those two shut their mouth and let their work show. Jokic, like, sometimes likes to start fights, but but really, like him and Giannis shut their mouth for the most part. Joel Embiid is always chirping. Like, just shut up and play the game, dude. Right? Like, I think he's, I think once he started doing that, it's kind of set them back. And he called out, like, Harden kind of called him out. He was, like, saying, like, okay, Harden's got to get back to old Harden. He was like, he was like, I want Harden to just, like, be his old self and, like, just killer mentality or whatever. He was like, I think he's playing, you know, too scared type of thing. And Travel just on like, every shot. What's up? Travel on every shot. Old hearted. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. It, so I mean, it's it's one of those things where I think it's funny that he started trash talking, complaining about the refs, and then they lost like the past two games, like pretty badly too. So it, it it's just interesting that the Raptors are coming back. The way the 76ers were playing at first, I thought it was going to be the 76ers and the Heat in the finals for the East. Because uh, the Heat put away uh, Atlanta, so they're they're moving on. And they did that without Jimmy Butler. He didn't play in game five, um, but they, they were still able to, to beat the Hawks. Um, and the, the Heat are kind of underrated. People aren't really talking about the Heat too much. And so I'm just like, you know, maybe they're going to, like, sneak up and get in to the finals like they did that one year when they played the Lakers um, during ago. the COVID. Yeah, during COVID. So they they, they could sneak in there. I think they, they have a good chance, you know, with that. And or at this point now, the way that the 76ers are kind of falling apart, it could be, like you said, maybe the Celtics in the heat in the in the finals. Um, I'm not sure how the bracket, like, breaks down if they'd have to play each other before the finals or not. But um, – I would say, you know, for those two teams, they, they seem to be playing the best, like, out of the East right now. Uh, so tomorrow we'll, we'll see if the Raptors can send it to uh, a game seven. Um, uh, and then the other matchup as well uh, will be the uh, Suns and the Pelicans. Which again, the Suns kind of seems like they were kind of unstoppable there for a while, uh, and the Pelicans are kind of a big surprise for me, to be honest. You know, they had to play in to get in, and now they're taking it to like the number one team. I thought for sure the Pelicans were going to get swept. I was like, yeah, no way. I was like, they get swept, and now it's like a three-two series. But I, I feel like the the Suns will finish it. I feel like they'll finish it tomorrow. Like it'll be done. Um, the Booker was uh, out for the last game because uh, he got injured. I think he'll be out this game too as well because I think he'll be out like two or three weeks. So I think he's out for this game as well. Um, so that kind of makes it harder for uh, the the Suns. The, the one game he was playing in that he got hurt, he scored like, I think they said like 30 points in one quarter or something like, something like that or one half. It was something insane. And then, and then he got hurt, and they ended up, like, losing the game. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, 
that they like they need that dude. Like Booker's a beast, man. Um, and then the last matchup that we hadn't talked about yet was the uh, the Grizzlies and the Timberwolves, which that's actually been one of my favorite matchups right now. Like, it's it, a good it, match. Yeah, it's been good. <laughs> like, they just go back and forth. Other than you got to deal with Patrick Beverly's dumbass. Yeah, he's one of those guys I can't stand. No matter what oh. team he's on, I just hate him. I hope he sees this. I want to fight him. <laughs> He just would love to fight him, huh? I think it'd be a fun fight. Like, yeah, he's a bit he's a bit taller than me, but I think it'd be a fun fight to fight Patrick Beverly just because he's so mouthy. Like, <laughs> I, I would spend the whole fight trying to break his damn jaw so he'd shut the hell up. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't blame you. I'd be cheering you on if I if I saw that. <laughs> I would definitely would want the same thing. I can't stand how much he runs his mouth. Um he just seems like a tool. I don't know. Every time he's on the court, I'm just like, uh, your face. Like, you, you just always seem like a tool bag. Yeah. It's always this. Uh, but right now, the, the Grizzlies are ahead in the series 3-2, to two, which technically they shouldn't be because they had two games where they were down by 20-plus points. Um, the one game, they were down by 20 points in the first half, came back, and then in the um, third quarter – got down by 20 points again, and then in the fourth quarter came back from 20 down again. So in one game, they came back from 20 down twice. <laughs> like, that's nuts. Like, and um, the last game that they just had, they were down by, like, 15 going in, going into the fourth quarter, and they the, they came back and beat the, the Timberwolves, which, like, Again, another sleeper team where I was just kind of surprised that they were, you know, doing this well. Usually the first round, there's a lot of sweeps in the first round usually, you know, and there hasn't been this year. There's only been one, yeah. So So, I I will say Memphis needs to pick their shit up because the next round, they're most likely going to be facing the Warriors. Like it's either Warriors or Denver. Like, either of those teams, but I think the Warriors are going to tear up Denver tonight or tomorrow. It'll be done. No, it's tonight, right? No, tonight. If they win tonight, it's over. Yeah. If they win tonight, it's over. Memphis will not be able to come back from 20 against either of those teams. Oh, yeah, no. (laughs) Because their defense on both of those teams is so good that you're not coming back from a 20-point deficit. Steph Curry will shut down John Morant. Like, it, it's not even – it's not going to be fun. Like, you got to get your shit together and not be down by 20 points in the next round. <laughs> yeah. You're lucky, you're lucky Minnesota really sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, they, they kind of went lax on, on two of those games, the, the Timberwolves did. So, um, and Morant, the last game, he got the last-second layup to have them even win that game. And it's like – how do you guard Morant so poorly to let him go up for a layup with like a couple seconds left? Like, like it was, as soon as they inbounded it to him, I was like, okay, don't let him pass you. Like stay in front of him and force him to shoot. No, he, the dude tries to go for the steal instead, the Timberwolves player. He tries to go for the steal and Morant just goes, whoop, just cuts right around him straight to the hoop. There's a tall, there was a tall guy for the Timberwolves there, but he freaking just did the around and up and it was over. And I was like, how, 
don't go for the steal. Like, just just try to make him shoot. Like, make him shoot the ball. Like, I mean, even if he makes it, at least you can say that you defended well. Like, you know, if he still makes a hard shot, like, fair enough. Then that's on Morant that he made a great shot. But, like, to, to try to go for the steal and then just get an e- – not an easy layup, obviously, but, like, a layup, you know, still, like – is is kind of just blows my mind but so we'll we'll see with uh with those those matchups if they're able to end or not if not then uh a lot of them will go through the weekend um and then we'll have to determine after the weekend uh who made it through like out of the first round um but yeah. the, the the bucks and the um celtics get a little bit of a rest uh for now uh when I'm it comes Miami. to that Oh, sorry, in Miami. Yeah, in Miami, which will be good for Jimmy Butler to be able to rest up and uh, and uh, get where where he needs to go. I think it is it would show it here. Same playoff matchups, but now it's. I've got I've got the bracket up right now. So uh, okay. Miami gets the winner of Philly and Toronto, and then. The Bucks and Boston play each other starting five one, which is Sunday. The the uh, the Bucks and the Celtics, you said. Yeah, the Bucks and the Celtics play each other on starting Sunday. Uh, Monday will be Miami and whoever the winner is between Philly and Toronto, which means that whichever one of them gets it, they're going to be tired as hell going into Miami. Miami's number one seed, so they're going to walk in. They have to go to Miami to play. So it's you go win. If it goes to seven, they win. Then they have to fly to Miami to play, like, pretty much the next day. It's going to be terrible, man. (laughs) Terrible. (laughs) Terrible. Um, All right, fair enough. Well, um, so something real quick, I know the, you know, obviously baseball is like started and, and getting into that, the season for baseball. Um, so, something uh, I think, I don't know that I've noticed that maybe it's not something new, but I feel like it's kind of new. I feel, I feel like this year the season has just started and we've had like so many bench clearing brawls that have like happened where, where people are just clearing the benches and then, that video I sent you of that um, that uh, college, like it's not, it wasn't like a high end college, but it was like a college where the that uh, pitcher like speared that guy when he was rounding the bases. Yeah, like that shit was funny to watch. Oh my gosh! Apparently, he's been kicked off the team. The pitcher, he's no longer on the team. Wow. Lost his like scholarship and like everything, so that's messed up. Because that dude was taunting the shit out of him, like yeah, yeah. I was gonna say yeah, he must have been doing something pretty bad. Talking shit the whole way, like you could see his mouth moving the whole time around the base, and he's looking right at the pitcher. Yeah. No, just four hours ago, uh, the Mets Cardinals they cleared their benches after the um, Mets pitcher threw it at Nolan Arenado's chin. That's just that's just crazy that we've had so many of those happen already, and 
like tempers flying and stuff like that. And you'd think like that the commissioner would kind of just try to set something up to prevent this from happening. I don't know, like fines or something. I know they usually do suspensions sometimes, like for the right. main people who started it, but. So the pitcher threw it at Arenado's head. Right? Yeah. The, the bench is clear. Arenado got ejected. Was he the one who threw the punch? Probably, but the pitcher threw the ball at his fucking head. Like, I would defend myself in that manner. But then he got ejected. The pitcher didn't get ejected. He did. <laughs> like, what the hell? Of course, right. that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like the league needs to kind of come down with some, like, heavier stuff to be able to, like, stop this from, like, continuing to happen, you know? Yeah. Um, but as of right now, some of the standings going on, um, Yankees in Toronto are at the top of the East with uh, 12 wins. Um, of course. The, the Twins are at the top of the Central, and the Guardians and the White Sox are in second with seven wins. And speaking of the Guardians as well, just to bring this up, and I and I feel like this was like a, a big thing, and I sent it to you. The made made absolutely no sense to me, but the the one of the Guardians outfielders was trying to go catch a ball, and it was on the warning track, and he ran into the wall, like he hit the wall and wasn't able to catch it. The his teammate like picked up the ball and threw it in, uh, you know, and he got like hurt pretty badly. And I guess some fans were like talking crap or making fun of him or doing whatever about him running into the wall because the doctors were over there like looking at him and stuff. So one of his teammates climbed up the fence and like got in the face of the fan, the Yankees fan, and like started yelling at him and stuff like that, you know, because he's defending his teammate. You know, it's like, yeah. dude, like he was just trying to make a play. He got hurt. Like, why are you guys being dicks? And the bottom of the ninth, the Yankees walk it off and win. And as the Yankees are, like, celebrating and stuff like that, the fans, the Yankees fans in New York start throwing garbage and beer bottles and, like, anything they could at the outfielders, the Guardians outfielders. And I'll hand it to the Yankees. The, the, some of their players, like Aaron Judge and, and people like that, they went out there and told the fans, like, to stop. They were, like, yelling at them, telling them to stop and stuff like that. So mad, mad props for the Yankees players that went out and actually was like, no, this is not okay, you know. Um, and then the Guardians, they, they came off. Why in the world would you be throwing garbage at the opposite team when you won the game? Like, I, I could see, like, if you had lost and you're mad. So, yeah, throw your garbage at the, the, the opposite team, kind of like the garbage that was thrown in the Cowboys game, you know, when they were getting mad at the refs or whatever they lost that makes sense you lost but like they won like why, why are you throwing garbage at the opposite team like makes so no see, sense to me. see i don't agree with it at all like no, as I'm, a fan, I'm not saying as it a should fan. be done i'm saying it makes more sense though if you if your team lost like the logic behind it would make more sense do i think it was it's right no you should never do it but it just makes more sense to me why you would do it if your team lost as opposed to winning like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I could see your point on that. But at the same time, like, it shows a lack of class in the fan base. Like, don't do that shit. 
like I'm a Raiders fan, and our our motto has always been: if we can't beat you on the field, we'll beat you in the parking lot. That's fighting other fans. That's not disrespecting the team, you know, because the team went out there and played. But if you show up to a Raiders game and you're an opposite team fan, and we lose, you're probably going to get in a fight. That that's just the way it is. Is that classless? Yes. But throwing shit at the opposite team or at the refs, there's no class in that. Like, it's terrible. Like, they're there to play a game. Yeah, they get paid millions of dollars. And they make mistakes because guess what? They're human. That doesn't mean you should throw your trash at them. Like, how would you feel if you're working your job and somebody comes and throws rocks at you while you're fucking mowing a lawn, you know? Like, it's disrespectful. It's it's absolutely disrespectful, and it shouldn't happen, and it tarnishes the sport. It tarnishes all sports when people do it. Yeah, the um, the one Guardians outfielder that was like getting uh, stuff thrown at him after the game. One of the reporters was interviewing him, and he said, "This is the worst fan base on the earth." And I was just like, "Oh damn!" I was like, "He was like, he was pissed." (laughs) Well, yeah, had garbage thrown at him. Like, good lord. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, nonetheless, yeah, he was he was not happy. Um, and then in the West, uh, the Angels and the Mariners are at the top with eleven wins currently. Uh, what close the behind hell? Them, yeah, close what? behind them are the Astros and the Athletics, who both have nine wins. I don't care about them. How the hell are the Mariners in first place? Like, what? Because we're we're only <laughs> what. No, uh, eighteen games in. Like I don't care. We are. It's a shortened season, isn't it? They're not pulling the whole one sixty two, are they? Uh, because of the lockout. They just, they just shortened spring. Time. Yeah, because they just shortened spring training. That's what they did. Yeah. So maybe that's good for the Mariners. But I mean, we made some good pickups this year. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm just excited yeah, to see them in go, first man. place. Let's yeah, I'm go. excited to see them. <laughs> see um, if they can get a pennant. That'd be awesome. That would be cool. Um, in the National League, uh, the Mets are in first with 14 wins. The uh, Marlins and the Phillies are close behind with uh, nine wins, and the Braves are close behind, too, with eight wins. Um, but the, the Mets right now, you know, the Mets have the – Best record right now in baseball. Um, so why are they throwing balls at Nolan Arenado? <laughs> like you got the best record. Suck it up if you lose a damn game. Right. <laughs> Still gonna um, have the best record. <laughs> uh, in the Central, uh, the Brewers are at the top with twelve wins. The Cardinals are close behind with ten wins. Um, and then the Pirates and the Cubs have eight wins. And then in the West, which, golly, Ned seems pretty dominant right now. The Giants with 13 wins. The Dodgers with 12 wins. The Padres with 12 wins. The Rockies with 10 wins. And then the Diamondbacks with 8 wins, which really isn't that terrible. It's just they're in a good division. Yeah, like, do, you, do you know who the Rockies got this year, right? Who the Rockies got? Yeah. Uh, I want to say it was Chris Bryant. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. 
So, I mean, yeah, that's like one of the best divisions. Yeah. They got <laughs> like, Chris that's Bryant, Charlie Blackman. Like, they've actually got a good team this year. Like, the, the Giants are always up there as a contender, the Dodgers, of course, but like the freaking uh, Rockies are like trying to stick with them and um, the uh, Padres. So, I mean, they're all, they're all, they all have top wins, like double digit wins. So, alrighty. So, uh, to wrap things uh, up, unless you have more news in baseball that we didn't cover. No. So to wrap things up, we'll do what we like the most and we're biased. I know, but uh, we'll, we'll talk about some football stuff, you know, that's been going on, especially with the draft uh, coming up tomorrow, man, tomorrow night, yeah. the NFL draft. So, and I'd love to do a live cast for the draft, but we can't because I'll be bowling. Because of bowling. Yeah. Um, so course the big news of most most recent is uh devo samuel requesting a trade from the san francisco 49ers um you know it's some people are saying it's about money some people like devo saying it's not about money he's just not be you know he wants to go somewhere else so he's requesting a trade but then john lynch is saying you know i can't see this team being this team without having him on it so, you know, he's saying that he, he still wants them. So, you know, magic ball, crystal ball, you're seeing in the future what what beholds Debo Samuel for his future. I, I see him getting traded. Really? You. <laughs> you think you will? But I don't think it'll happen before the draft, obviously. Or even during the draft? No. It'll be probably like mid June. They'll trade him because he won't. He won't go in and do the workouts. He won't go into like the mandatory mini camps or anything like that. He won't show up. So they'll finally eventually just trade him instead of just letting him sit and hopefully get somebody good. Like I could see them maybe trading to the Vikings for Adam Thielen or Dalvin Cook since they lost Raheem Mostert. You know, get a good running back in there. Yeah. Um, and you're losing Debo's running ability, so why not pick up another running back? But they get rid of Debo, they don't have a true number one receiver. Like Brandon Ayuk is not a number one receiver. George Kittle is a tight end that could play receiver, but why would you get rid of his blocking ability as well in the run game? Like, I wouldn't line him up as a wide receiver. I wouldn't put him as a wide receiver. I would keep him as a tight end. But I, I could see a trade with the Vikings for, like, Adam Thielen because the Vikings aren't going to give up Justin Jefferson. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, that makes sense. Huh. I, I see the 49ers, like, paying them. I think they cave. I think they'll cave and they'll pay him what he wants, and he'll probably be one of the top-paid ones, if not the top-paid one. Probably not over Devontae. Maybe, like, under Devontae. So Tyreek Kill's number one right now. Oh, okay. It's like Tyreek Hill, when he got traded over to Miami, he passed Devontae Adams. Probably not by much, though. Uh, like $3 million a year. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I, I, I could still see him not being the top, top paid one, but, like, him being still getting paid. 
I just don't see the 49ers would have to, like you said, get a, 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 another number one somehow. And it's not like they're going to try to pick them out of the draft, you know? So, like, they – yeah, I, I either they keep them and they pay them, and, and that's it. I, I don't really see them being able to trade them to get what they need in exchange for them, you know? Yeah. Um, unless they're trading him for – some of these other wide receivers that are asking for money too, though, but they're asking for money as well. Like AJ Brown from the Titans, you know, maybe you, you swap players, but it's just like, either way you're, you got to pay AJ Brown. Like, you know, right. Right. So I, you know, I, I, so these, these receivers that are all asking this, like AJ Brown, Debo Samuel. Um, I think there was a third one, right. That was like asking for, for money can't remember now if it was just them two or it, it was Stefan Diggs but he got paid so Bills paid him they're like nope we're keeping you <laughs> um no I know that what caused this whole uproar of wide receivers wanting to get paid was Christian Kirk well yeah they saw that he got paid and they were like well he's not that good he got paid Bank by the Jaguars. Like, freaking bank. It's like, why? It was the Jaguars he went to, right? Could be wrong on that. The Jaguars, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I I don't get it. Like, why would they pay him that much? He's he's a number three receiver at best. Right. Like, why not? Why not pay that money to people who are wanting to be traded now? You could have gotten an AJ Brown or a Debo, like, right? Instead, <laughs> you just you just blew up the market for wide receivers and screwed every other team out there. Because now <laughs> right. Devontae Adams wanted to get paid, Tyreek Hill wanted to get paid, Debo, AJ Brown, Stephon Diggs, Justin Jefferson, like they all want to get paid now, like number ones. And Don't the only pay. one who doesn't is Cooper Cup. <laughs> Yeah, he wants to keep a team together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he wants to hopefully keep uh, OBJ. So hopefully something comes around with that. Um, Did you hear that numbers getting changed? Yeah. So, uh, OBJ Cam Akers not... has number three now. Yeah. So they're trying to figure out what number to give OBJ if he signs with them. Probably go back to 13, I would think. Yeah, I was gonna say I, w- I would think that as well. Um, but everyone's like blowing up in social media, like, "Well, we don't." There goes OBJ. Well, we don't have OBJ anymore. It's like, well, just because Cam Akers has his number doesn't mean that OBJ decided he's not coming back. Like, no, I, I actually read up on it, and OBJ came out and said, "Look, Cam and I had a discussion when I came into the team that I was only gonna wear number three for this year." And that was because for him to change it last year, it was going to cost him $500,000, where this year it's free. So I was giving him the number this year. Like, no matter what, it was going to be his number after this, after 2021. Yeah. Like, OBJ actually came out and cleared that up, which I thought was awesome that he said that. And it kind of leans toward maybe they will resign him. Maybe he does want to play there. Yeah. I mean, it seems like the, the most – it seems like the best fit for him, to be honest, especially since he won't be back until, like, November. <laughs> yeah. So, 
Like, why not pull the same thing that you did last year with the Rams and, like, you come in midseason and help us win again? Like, <laughs> you know, just uh, don't rush it. Like, just take your time, get healthy again, and then come back and help us win again, you know? We still, got, we still got Van Jefferson. We still got uh, Allen Robinson now and then uh, uh, Cooper Cup. So. And you got Bobby Wagner. Yeah, but you were saying we're not going to win again? Nope. <laughs> it's too hard to do, man. It's too difficult. <laughs> I, I can see you guys making it to the NFC Championship, but I don't see you guys winning it again. Yeah, I mean, I, I would agree with you. Like I said, it's just too difficult to do anymore, you know? Um, so, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. And plus, like I said, we had that drive because everyone really wanted it, and now that they have it, you know, where's the drive going to be to to want to have it that badly again? You know, <laughs> like Aaron Donald wanted that ring so bad. <laughs> like, like oh, he was gonna, doing this. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he was going to do whatever it took to get it. So, and he was the one making the big plays for us at the end. So <laughs> I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it might happen. If it ends up being the Raiders and the Rams in the Super Bowl, we're not friends that day. (laughs) (laughs) Just that day. (laughs) Just that day, yeah. Yeah, because either one of us, whoever loses, is going to be pissed off. You would be more pissed off than me, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because you guys won it last year, so. Yeah, true. I mean, that does help, but. I, I think still I wouldn't I wouldn't be as mad. I'd just be like, eh. I, I've kind of gotten better with that. Uh, before, I used to be a lot worse, but Mel's helped me to chill a lot more. And especially having Zoe around, I kind of chill a little bit more, too. So, Yeah, at your house. <laughs> I remember you at my house during the Super Bowl. <laughs> hey, there was that's... there was no chill in Matt. <laughs> That was that was me being a lot more chill than normal because like I would like cuss at the TV and like get all like mad and stuff normally and I wasn't I wasn't like I wasn't losing my shit I normally do. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was calm me because there was people around there was company. If it was just me and you like watching the game, yeah, my hat would be like coming off, <laughs> like coming down, and I'd be like, "What the hell, refs and stuff like that?" Like, "Oh, that's such a blown call." I could have lost my shiz a lot worse with that Jalen Ramsey, like face mask yeah. drive to the ground. Like, but I was like, Ooh, <laughs> like, <laughs> <it's> okay. <laughs> like that during the regular season, I would have been so pissed. <laughs> I, I could see that. Cause I was pissed at that play. Like I was like, did that really just happen? Oh my God. Why is he getting a touchdown? Like that's bullshit. <laughs> I remember that play. Yeah, that was bad. But um, one of the rumors that's been going around, and you've probably seen it on social media a ton, is that the Packers were seriously like trying to go after getting Darren Waller. Yes, yeah, tied that, after yeah. the Raiders. Um, Derek and David Carr both said no way in hell. <laughs> and then uh, the freaking what's his name, the GM. For the Raiders. I cannot remember his name. Oh my God. 
did they keep him or did they let him go with uh, with what's his bucket? Dave Ziegler. So they have Dave Ziegler. As oh, the so they have GM. a new one. Yeah, Mike Mayock got let go. But yeah, Dave Ziegler came out and said, "Look, they called us. It doesn't mean that there's any truth to us trading him. Like they have to offer a lot for us to give up Darren Waller. We like Darren Waller." He's staying. And then Darren Waller came out today and said, because of the rumors, like they pulled him into the office and sat down. Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler sat down with him and told him, no, you're a Raider. Like, we want you here. Why would we give you up? Like, we're going to be paying you in a couple of years, like paying you a lot of money. So, yeah, you're here. <laughs> uh, which is good because you guys need him for sure. Um, him and uh, – Devontae will make a good combination, especially kind of like the 49ers with Kittle and Debo when they had that going on. So, and you know. Renfro. <laughs> Third and Renfro. Third and Renfro. Which, hey, maybe it'll take some heat off of him that he can, you know, get some bigger plays. Because, yeah, I mean, you know, he would get the third downs when needed. But, you know, maybe that'll open up some more stuff for him, too, to get some one-on-ones and, you know, do whatever. Because it's just like, you know, who are you going to double? Are you going to double Devontae? Are you going to double Waller? Like, <laughs> you know, um, kind of pick your poison with that. And the NFL has kind of gotten that way with teams almost. You know, there's a lot of teams where you got to do that. You got to decide, you know, pick your poison. You know, you do that with the Chiefs. You know, you Kelsey or Hill when Hill was on it, you know. And then Not anymore. It, now know, they have Juju, so it doesn't matter. He can't catch anything. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then uh, with the the Rams, you know, uh, now it's like Cooper Cup or Allen Robinson, you know. And, or OBJ. OBJ. <laughs> yeah. Or Higby. So. Or Cam Akers, right? <laughs> Van, well, Van Jefferson never got double teamed, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And he, he would get open on those deep balls because of – you know, all the other people that they have to focus on. You know, Van Jefferson was a good deep guy for us. I didn't think he would be, but he ended up being good in that department. So, um, so yeah, I mean, a lot of teams are like that now, where it's just like you got to pick your poison. And I think that's why so many um, safeties and DBs are projected to go in the first round of the draft this year. Like, you know, everybody's looking to draft. Yeah, everyone's looking to find someone to – to cover, you know, <laughs> and, you know, a lot of wide receivers are being projected to come off the board too. And I think this is going to be another good wide receiver class. I feel like um, the, the previous years have been really good wide receiver classes. And then it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, cause they uh, announced that, you know, uh, I can't remember if we talked about it on the last podcast or not. Did we talk about HBO Hard Knocks on the last podcast? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, them announcing that it's going to be the Lions, you know, so it'll be interesting to see who they pick, you know, as their first pick. Are they going to go defense, you know? Uh, what what are they going to do? And, you know, the coach is defensive-minded, obviously. Um, well, and it would be pointless to bring in a receiver for a quarterback that can't throw to him. Yeah, right. I mean <laughs> – they they could pick a wide receiver easily in the later round because we gave our our pick to them, you know. So if they wanted if they wanted to pick defense and the wide receiver right after they definitely could. Um, but it'll be interesting to see if they bring in a quarterback. You know, are they going to bring in a quarterback to compete against golf? You know, um, a lot of these teams are desperate to get a quarterback. 
And I think a lot of them are going to stretch. They're going to stretch and they, they kind of have to. It's kind of the hands that they've been dealt every year. Somehow the NFL network and like ESPN and all these networks somehow boost like the appeal of quarterbacks when it's not really a good quarterback class. I don't know if you've noticed that or not. Like they somehow still are able to boost them enough to make it where teams will go and get them or, you know, owners are like, Oh, Hey, I want, I want him or we need him. And, and it's just such a stretch, but it's just like, why can't you realize that? Yeah. You need a quarterback, but it, it's the quarterback class isn't good. Then why are you going out and stretching? You know, like you either just wait and get someone else. That's good. Like get someone who, you know, is not a guarantee, obviously, because no one's a guarantee in the draft. But if you're picking them in the first round, they're starting like they're going to be in there as the starter in the first round. So why not go with someone that's more, more where, you know what you're getting instead of like, well, we have no idea this quarterback's actually going to be what they're going to be. Like, I don't know. I just think it's funny how somehow quarterbacks, even in a bad quarterback class still get boosted and taken in the first round somehow. (laughs) Yeah, I totally get that. Like there's three quarterbacks that, I would think could possibly go late first round, early second round. But, like, all of a sudden, like, the mock drafts are showing them go, like, top 15. And I'm like, why? These guys are not that good. They weren't that good in college. Like, why? (laughs) Like, Carson Strong. Why? That dude's late second, early third round quarterback. But yet they have him, like, projected going in the first round. I'm like... I, I, I get it, too. Like, quarterback is the most important position on the field, but is it really? <laughs> We've seen plenty of teams win Super Bowls with average or not-so-great quarterbacks. I mean, the Ravens did it with Flacco, and they did it with uh, Dilfer as well. And the Rams? <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Matt Stafford's a damn good quarterback. I don't know if you know this or not, I was going to say, but the Rams had two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, one that's already in and one that will get in. <laughs> well, he'll get in now. Now that he finally won the ring, he'll finally get in. Yeah. He'll, he'll get in. If yeah. he hadn't gone to the Rams, he wouldn't have been a Hall of Fame quarterback. Oh, no. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> which you're, you're which sucks because he was a great quarterback. The Lions just sucked and never put anyone around him. Yeah, other than Calvin Johnson that, that one year, and they made the playoffs, and, uh, you know, it, it was looking pretty good, but they lost, yeah. So, you know, he actually had all the parts now with even a good defense, you know, along with it. So, um, but, yeah, it'll be interesting. We'll break down everyone's uh, picks uh, next week. Uh, we'll break down the picks and how we feel people did. Again, we'll kind of see if some we'll, – we'll, We'll, we'll break down if some teams stretched too much or, you know, some teams made the right picks. Maybe some teams made the wrong picks. We'll go over our own teams, obviously, because we love doing that. So we'll go over the Raiders picks. We'll go over the Rams picks and uh, we'll, we'll decide uh, how, how, how good we did, how good our teams did, you know, for it. Yeah, um, Cause the Raiders don't have a pick in the first two rounds. So. First two rounds. Oh, dang. Yeah, we, don't, we traded our first and second round off for Devontae Adams. Uh, that's right. Okay. So, I mean, the Rams don't have a first-round pick. I don't, I don't know if we have a second-rounder either. Um, 
I know we definitely don't have a first rounder. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so we'll, we'll see, we'll, we'll break down our picks. Uh, you know, we can find some good picks in later rounds. I mean, we found Cooper cup in round like four, you know, so <laughs> Max Crosby was round three. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you can find some gems in there. So we'll we'll break it down and we'll see uh, if we how we feel our teams did if they met what they were supposed to do. Um, uh, here coming up soon, the hockey playoffs start. I think on May second. So we'll break down the hockey playoffs and uh, how we feel about that. Uh, we'll continue breaking down the NBA playoffs because the second round will be officially like going and starting. Um, and uh, Again, we'll we'll cover baseball like we always do. If anything major has been like happening, um, but as always, we end our show with our hashtags. With our hashtag, uh, Earl Thomas still not signed. <laughs> Which they're just saying there's teams that are actually looking at him now. Yay, we did it! We got him a job. <laughs> Le- legit, it's the the Raiders, the 49ers, the Vikings. And there was one other team that I can't remember that were looking at actually signing Earl Thomas. <laughs> While Honey Badger is still out there unsigned. Right. And Jarvis Landry is still not signed, which is crazy. Um, right? OBJ is still not signed. There are a lot of still people not signed. It's crazy. Um, what a big so names. maybe they're just waiting for the draft. I don't know. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so hashtag for Earl Thomas, hashtag for uh, 30 for 30 Florida Gators. Um, Make it happen. We'll, we'll still we'll still support that and try to make that happen. Um, we got to think of a of a hashtag for for basketball for NBA or something like that uh, to get that going. <laughs> hashtag no LA teams. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag bye bye LA. Because <laughs> last year it was the Lakers and the Clippers were the two teams that were like, oh, they're gonna make it to the to the finals or to the. Western Conference Finals, they're going to be the two toughest teams to beat because of Kawhi Leonard and Paul George on one side, and Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Now neither one of those teams are even in the playoffs. Never even made it. We should do uh, hashtag uh, no super team. <laughs> hashtag no soup. <laughs> hashtag no soup. <laughs> no soup. No soup. That works. <laughs> Like that one. Hashtag no soup. All right. Yeah, um, the Nets are out too. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Hashtag no soups. <laughs> Damn. So, uh, so yeah, that's not the way to go in the NBA right now. You got you got to figure out another way. Um, but uh, appreciate the listens as always, guys. Appreciate uh, the views on YouTube and everything. We've gotten some new uh, subscribers. Shout out to Augie. If you're listening, uh, which uh, I know you you listen when you're just enjoying and chilling and relaxing, so I'll give you a shout out anyways. Maybe it'll make you freak out because you hear your name on here. So, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, appreciate uh, everyone. Uh, watch us on YouTube. Subscribe, like, share. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcast, uh, Anchor, all that fun stuff. Um, maybe next week we'll we'll try to get uh, Lamerica on here again. Uh, have another three person one. We always like it. Uh, we know he can't make it every week, but maybe next week we'll try to get him on here and uh, try to have some fun. Uh, but until then, we'll catch you guys on the flip side. Same time, same place. Later. Peace.